welcome to episode six of Jesse J's Pimple Adventures. I'm your co-host, Ryan C, and with me, the lovely... Jesse J! How you going, Jess? <laughs> I'm great, Ryan C. How are you today? Amazing. What are we in? Like, week eight of lockdown? We've got mm-hmm. six weeks to go, but there's a new yep. rule in place that if you're single, or if you live alone you're allowed to go over somebody's house. I'm legally allowed to play pinball with you without having to have sex with you. That's right. Yeah, before if I wanted to come over, we would have to be intimate. That was the rule from the government. Like, you can see someone, but you got to fuck them. Only if you're intimate. That's right. And look, that's not... As we're going to touch on later in the episode, um, you know, we broke up for a reason, so there's not going to be any of that. <laughs> <laughs> come over and set a new GC, which I am thrilled to announce you're going to have to do because I am the champ. You. <laughs> what did you get? What's your score? Um, my GC score was, hang on, it's going to come up in a sec, 1,154,000,000 something. Just, just 1.1 billion. <laughs> no one wants to know the decimal places. I want to know. <laughs> that was a hard one, GC. Um, but yeah, so we're in what eight week eight now, and I have been in quarantine for the last couple of days because I had a sore throat. And so, being the responsible citizen that I am, I went to get a COVID test, uh, and the results still haven't come back. So, I'm going mad in here. So, you're saying that it, it, it maybe I actually can't come over to your house if you have corona for like what is it is it two weeks after your results is that the rule that's right i mean i don't think i have corona i haven't seen anybody but you never know you could just you could just say that so that your gc stands for another two weeks (laughs) yeah exactly i'm just trying to hold on to the record a little bit longer yeah have you (laughs) have you got to the wizard mode yet on shadow i haven't i've been trying so hard to get into the final battle i've had it lit twice now and both times I've drained before I've made the shot. So, are you st- are you starting to feel pinball pressure? Because when you first started, I remember when we went to you know the Peely Cup and we we had a little mock uh, flip frenzy, and you know I was I was getting more nervous than you when you were playing the the guys, and you weren't feeling yeah. any of the nervousness because you didn't know any of the rules and what you were doing. But now that you yeah. understand the shadow and you understand the importance of that shot to start the final battle, are you starting yes. to feel nervous? A, yeah, a little. It, I was actually reflecting on this today because you and I were talking about this recently where, you know, you've noted that I don't seem to get no, nervous making particular shots because I don't understand the risk involved in them. Um, and I've definitely, yeah, that's coming into my play now for sure. And it's funny because, you know, looking at, like I've been sending you my scores regularly to have a brag and my scoring is definitely higher but then on the other hand as well sometimes I feel like I play way worse because I'm so conscious of what I'm doing so yeah it's hard it's a fine line um but it's been very fun and I'm interested to see what it's like like we were talking about too I'm really pretty dialed in on the shadow now but it's going to be interesting to see what I'm like on any other game coming out of quarantine but um fortunately I'll be able to come over to the dirty dungeon soon and play what remains of your collection? Yeah, it's 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 been really good the last week as there's a couple of pinball machines that have uh, rolled off rotation with me renting them out, and uh, I've got about five here at the moment, um, and they will probably mostly go out next week. But um, one of them is Deadpool, and I can't stop playing Deadpool. <laughs> I don't know what it oh, you've is. You've got Deadpool at home. 
Yeah, I've got that pull at home at the moment, and I I just pump the volume so loud on that game, and it's just fun. I I'm very very obsessed with sounds in pinball, and Deadpool is just a fun funny game, and there's a there's a massive lack of that I think in um in modern games. There's yeah. awesome rules. There's this. There's that. Deadpool kind of is in a league of its own in terms of silliness. It's definitely a lot of fun. I'm really keen to play that again. Well, that's that's high on my agenda for when I get out of quarantine. Um, in the meantime, I'm kind of going a bit stir crazy because I can't like go outside. So I binge watched Cobra Kai in a couple of days. <laughs> um, I think I've watched every video on the internet <laughs> in this time. So. Yeah, if you have any recommendations for a new show, uh, let me know, please. What do you... Okay, people are just going to, like, email you random shit, so you got to give them some kind of, you know... Parameters? Guidelines. Yeah, parameters, guidelines. No, I'll watch anything. I really don't care if it's You watch good, anything. I told if... you to watch the Avengers fucking stream, like, two weeks ago. <laughs> a week ago. Yeah, I watched and it. You I watched, watched it five today. minutes, ten minutes ago. <laughs> Um, yes, look, I did my industry research a little bit late. <laughs> um, pinball streams and pinball media doesn't count, though. I'm talking about, you know, film, film and yeah. TV series. Yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna work your way to the top and and away from me and send me postcards, I can't remember what your your little tagline was. You, you just got to spend all of your waking hours um, researching pinball and and watching. No, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna cruise through on my um my sheer charm, you know. Are you gonna you gonna charm your way to the top? Yeah. How's your how's your charm working on on Facebook, Jess? What's the what's the latest with your, your whole Facebook friends saga? Oh, I know where this is going. Yeah. Don't act all coy. <laughs> How many? You, you, I think you have almost more Facebook friends than me already, and you you only started your whole Facebook foray a couple of weeks uh, ago. Yeah, I've got like five hundred at the moment, and there's about two hundred friend requests that I haven't answered. Um, but the reason for that is that there's just so many of these people I don't have any mutual friends with, so I'm not going to add them because I just want pinball community people. What if, um, what if they're like a loser in the pinball community and they have no friends and their in is like being friends with you and then everyone's friends with them and you're literally... I mean, I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm happy to be friends with just about anybody, but... I want to know that they have some connection to the community. So if there's like no picture of a pinball machine in their profile or no mutual friends, then they're going to have to message me and say, Hey, Jesse J, I'm a loser just like you. <laughs> <laughs> I need pinball friends, help a brother or sister out. And then I will. Right. Speaking of sisters though, um, it's been a really good week for me because I put up the bat signal, so to speak on the last episode for fellow female pinball players and I was absolutely delighted to get a message from Lauren Gray from Backbox. Um, that was awesome. And also totally made my week and my day. An email from Ivy, who I believe is over in WA. Ivy wrote to me. She's a young lady who is interested in pinball. Her dad collects machines. And she wrote to me the sweetest and the best email ever about her favorite machines. There was pictures. Um, we talked about gameplay. It was fantastic. So thanks, Ivy, for writing in. And definitely keen to start a super league of young female pinball players. Maybe I can be like, it'll be like the Mighty Ducks. I can be the coach and I'll have a team of youngsters and we'll just take over the industry. What do you reckon? <laughs> you can do it. Just no naughty words. Oh my God. Okay. So 
<laughs> Ivy wrote to me in her email, I thought Lisa was exceptionally cute, that her dad actually pre-vets the podcast <laughs> before she listens to it because she's not allowed to hear naughty words. And I was like, oh, my God, that means that there's about 3% of this show that she can actually listen to. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You could you could be like a an, a role model for kids, but you you just you teamed up with the wrong person. I know, person. but I'm just a fucking dirty sailor mouth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wish I wasn't born like... in Yui. <laughs> Why'd I have to grow up in Australia, mate? I know it made me feel a real sense of responsibility that I haven't before at any point on this podcast. So um, you know, if I don't drop as many f bombs, it's probably because I'm thinking of my new friend. <laughs> Well, the question, the question on, on everyone's lips, Jess, everyone, I've been getting messages left, right, and center, is, is did Jack Danger accept you? Or did, did treating him mean to keep him keen? Did that work on Jack Danger? Yeah, see, finally you come out with it. I knew that's where you were going with this. You love a bit of drama. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I got <laughs> Jack Danger did accept my friend request, um, and he actually sent me a message, which was mortifying because... <laughs> So after the last episode where I was like, you know, Jack didn't accept my phone request. I'm so sad. I'm going to cry myself to sleep. Um, <laughs> someone actually messaged him on his stream and they were like, hey, you have to contact Jesse J. She really wants to get in touch with you. And he's probably like, who the fuck is Jesse J? <laughs> <laughs> I get a message. I wake up in the morning to a message from Jack Danger and I'm like, oh, my God. And it says something to the effect of, hey, someone popped up on this chat last night saying you were trying to get in touch. They were, like, really persistent about the fact that I should do it. Hope everything's cool. I hope you're okay. Well, what do you need, Jesse J? And you're like, nothing. No, just absolutely nothing. So I, like, frantically messaged you. And I'm like, um, what am I going to say to this? Because I can't well be like, Actually, I was just talking shit a couple of weeks ago about how cute I think you are, but I know that you're married. Um, no disrespect. Nice to meet you. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, look, I, I concocted a truthful um, semi-professional response to that and, and now we're friends and life can go on in peace. So That's it. It's done. The saga concludes. I mean, I'm just outing myself right now by talking about the real reasons on the show, but, you know, I wasn't about to say that to Jack. <laughs> He knows. Come on. He knows. He knows. Okay. So, this is a problem because, yeah, Jack is married, happily married. Uh, you know, nothing going on there. I would never be a homewrecker. Let's just put that out there. That's why I couldn't acknowledge the initial reason for this discussion. <laughs> we should put him up on the on the back box of a pinball machine. He can replace Alec. Homo staring. Oh, my God. Do you have a colour printer? <laughs> Do you have a 3D printer? <laughs> no, I don't have a 3D. Jack, I want to 3D print it. I'm going to make a topper <laughs> for the shadow, which is just Jack Danger homo staring <laughs> out the machine. Do you reckon it'll sell? I don't, I don't, yeah, yeah, it probably would. All right. Anyway. So... L- let me, <laughs> this is all getting cut anyway, so <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Mrs. Mrs. Pin's Pinball Podcast has an amazing segment called WOMP, which stands for Women of Mother Effing Pinball. And she just, it's a really awesome thing because she highlights uh, amazing women in 
Pinball Guide. It's, I mean, I'm just repeating what the, the title of the thing is, but amazing people that are, are trying to change the industry or are involved in the industry, just, just powerful, awesome women. So I want to introduce my own segment called Bump, <laughs> which is Bachelors of Motherfucking Pinball. <laughs> so every okay. week, every week for at least like, two weeks, which is probably how long this segment will last for before I run out of <laughs> bachelors. I'm going to highlight yep. to you, Jess, someone that you can properly creep on because Jack Danger is not the creep on guy, okay? He's married, he's unavailable, married. he's not a bump, okay? He's a, cool, yep. he's a cool guy in pinball. He's an international pinball sensation, but he's not a bump, okay? He's not a bump, okay. Okay, so... Alright, I'm ready. You ready? <laughs> Bomb number one is... Bomb number one is Raymond Davison. Okay? <laughs> and I feel bad because I'm pretty sure Raymond listens to the show. <laughs> I'm sorry hey, for Raymond. this, Raymond. Hey, Raymond. I believe Raymond is... I haven't fact-checked any of these things. This, this is, like, literally just one minute of research. Raymond Davison is 27 years old, so he's within your age, age range. Um, okay, wait. I need to stop you right there because... Was Raymond's on this was on the stream for Avengers, right? Yes. Raymond, if you're listening to this, I hope that I cause you no offense whatsoever. But I'd never seen Raymond before, and I was like, he is significantly younger than I thought he was. <laughs> I was just imagining a 50 year old white guy because that's what they all are. Yeah. What? Well, okay. So I'll I'll give you a bit of his life story so you can you can get to know Raymond and all the ladies out there can get to, can get to know Raymond. 27 years old. He has played 26 IFPA events outside of the country. So you know what that means international traveler uh raymond has amassed six thousand two hundred plus whoppers do you know what that means probably not but i've only amassed 480 so raymond is at least 12 times better than me <laughs> raymond okay. is currently ranked the number one player in the world now it's it's quite convenient when people interview Raymond. They say he's the number one player in the world. When people interview Keith Allen, they're like number one player in the world, number you know greatest of all time. The the system is, is the ranking system is there to to show who's the best player in the world, and it's currently Raymond. And people can't seem to knock him off the list. Okay. He is the indefinite number one because IFPA events are sanctioned, so mm-hmm. he'll be there and you know for another six months or so until his whoppers decay. Anyway, he's also into video games, just like you. You're into video games, aren't you, Jess? Yeah, I sure am. Does he like Final Fantasy? Uh, I think he likes Banjo and Kazooie. Are you into that shit? (laughs) I mean, yeah, I'm a PlayStation girl, but, you know, we can work with that. Uh, Okay, he is one of the only... (laughs) Is he one of the... (laughs) This This is going way too long. He is one of the only uh, competitive pinball players to have a sponsorship... So he is actually sponsored by G Fuel. Do you know what G Fuel is, Jess? I don't. What is it? It's like it's like Powerade, but it's for gamers. I don't know. It's meant to keep you like active. But mm-hmm. I, I, okay. in my in my quick research, I'm like, what is G Fuel again? I found out that the Environmental Research Center filed a lawsuit against G Fuel, uh, the makers of the energy drink, after excessive amounts of lead were found in the formula. Now Raymond sits wow. there and he pounds G Fuel nonstop all day long. So he's got lead in his coursing through his veins. Maybe he's superhuman now. The bottom line is his his stocks are still low. Keith Keith Allen, amazing guy, amazing designer, mate, like the best at everything. He's he's so rated. Like I'm not saying he's overrated because he's the best. But he's rated. Mm-hmm. Raymond Davison, right now his, his stocks are low, so this is the this is the time to buy in. This is the time to get in early before his stocks are too high. So Would you say it's time would you say bye bye bye? Bye <laughs> 
I could I could turn instead of bump I could have just make it a, a market trends for for your dating uh, your dating life. But anyway, that yeah. was way too long. Um, the next one I do will be will, well. This one I do will depend on if you and Raymond um, end up starting a long distance relationship based on this. But anyway, wait, where's Raymond situated? Is he in Chicago? He's now working for Stern. He's the he's the guy who's like doing the rules on Avengers. So he's in Chicago. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, let's transition into Avengers and like forget that ever fucking Wait. happened. <laughs> okay. We yeah, Avengers. <laughs> we only record. Sorry, that's oh, I'm never doing that fucking. Th- actually, no, I will. There's one more person I want to like talk shit about. <laughs> Oh my god, hilarious. Okay, yep, cool. We record every two weeks. Um, We're not going to be the kind of podcast where we're going to give you the latest breaking hot takes on, oh, this just got streamed, so we want to talk about this and this and that. There are so many podcasts that have had their opinions on Avengers, but you're in the unique situation that you're you're Jesse J, you're uh, still new to pinball, so I Mm -hmm. want to know what your initial thoughts were on adventures okay um well i would prefer it if you didn't read out what i texted you about the stream this time around because you've called me the fuck out before on shows about what i've said to you privately and that is not allowed to happen (laughs) so yeah i didn't watch a lot of it because to be honest i find it really hard to follow what's going on in a stream of play of a brand new game because there is so much going on like we've talked about before playing a new stern Compared to an old 90s game, for me, they're worlds apart and there's so much going on in the play field that I'm just bamboozled by it all. There's so much, the art is so detailed. There's so many things happening in Avengers as well. It's crazy, like the cool banana ramp. Um, do you know who did, who, do you know who well, did the artwork for the machine? The artwork? Yeah. Was it Yeti? No, it's Christopher Franchi. Oh, Christopher Franchi. Cool. Um, are there any? No, it was actually Zombie Yeti. See, I just, I just wanted to prove that I could tell you anything and you believe me. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, you, was, you still have so yeah, much trust, was, and I. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a bastard. Hey, but I guessed it correctly. Good yes, for me. you did. Nice. Um, yeah, so I just found it kind of hard to follow what's going on watching someone else play. I guess I'm the kind of person that needs to play it myself to learn um, what's happening and to understand the rules of the machine. So. I didn't stay on the stream for long, but it does look really fun. I'm definitely drawn in by the art. It looks so colorful and awesome, and I'd love to have a crack at it. So um, when are we going to play one? <laughs> I don't know. Do you think I should buy one? Yeah, I think you should buy one, definitely. Which one do you think I should buy? I, uh, well, you can't get the LE, can you? Because it's sold out, right? What if I already bought one? You did not. Did you? <laughs> yes, I bought an LE. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, you know hard. It's been like not fucking telling you that for like two weeks. Very hard. Oh my god, you saved it for the show. It's so funny because I always joke about how you're my stage mom and like you don't let me, you know, look things up. You like save it for the podcast, and you saved this for the podcast. Oh my god, that's so freaking exciting. Yeah, I don't Holy know. Holy shit! I, I mean, I I bought Jurassic Park when it came out for location. I just bought an Iron Maiden a couple of weeks ago because I just realized. I don't know. I just missed it, and it's an amazing game. And I was just like, okay, so Keith Allen games do have staying power. Um, they seem to hold their value as well. Like the limited editions hold their value. Thank you, Mofo. I can't believe this. <laughs> <laughs> um, when they when we they tell pop- each other everything, you text me when you're on the toilet. Oh. I can't believe you managed to keep a secret from me. You okay? <laughs> just to just you know, so the record's clear. You also text me when you're on the toilet. So. Only because you started it. 
Uh, I don't know. I don't want to go back and, like, you know, provide the receipts, but I'm pretty sure you started it first. No way. I am prepared to go to battle on this one. But anyway, this is freaking amazing. I'm really excited for you. Um, I feel like you texted me first that you're on the toilet. I was just the first person oh to God. send a, a selfie that I was actually, like, I proved that I was on the toilet. <laughs> Anyway. We should we should just take this straight into our favorite new segment, which is why did Ryan and Jess break up? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my my reason that I wrote down was uh, Jess has pointy knees. She doesn't know it, but she has pointy knees. Pointy knees. Yeah, yeah, pointy knees, bitch. <laughs> What's wrong with pointy knees? It's more effective for fighting. There's nothing wrong with pointy knees, but you got them, and I don't like them. Right. Okay. So it's just a matter of preference. Yeah. You don't actually have pointy knees. Pointy knees is just like it's it's like a an internet meme thing. It was a long time ago. What's not pointy elbows is an internet meme thing. So no, you can't even pointy, internet properly. It's pointy knees. Pointy elbows. No, it's pointy elbows. Yeah. Mm. It's like you haven't even been on the internet. Oh my god, this is why we broke up because you don't know how to Google. <laughs> <laughs> is that your reason? Yep. <laughs> okay. I don't know how to Google. Mm-hmm. Jess has pointy knees and elbows. <laughs> oh, I've seen your elbows, motherfucker. They're pointy ass. <laughs> okay, um, so back to Avengers. When are you going to get it? Uh, it's so annoying. I like. I got it at peak boredom. I'm just like, ah, I don't have any pinball machines at home. I would love to play a new pinball machine right now. And then I was about to go to bed, and I was reading the release. At, by the way, the release was amazing because I think it was the, f- the first ever release by Stern in a very, very, very long time where there were no leaks. It was just like, here's the game. People knew the title, but no leaked images. Uh, like, you don't know how rare that is. It's It just hasn't happened yeah. in a long time. Usually there's like shitty, grainy photos from, I don't know, some distributor leak or whatever. Anyway, um, I was just reading right before I went to bed. I'm like, oh, I'll read this in the morning. And then I just saw 500 units for the limited edition. And I'm just like, holy shit, that works for me. Like, like there's a whole marketing thing behind the limited nature of products Limited editions are a bit weird because the premium is exactly the same. Just no one in Australia gets the premium. And um, if it's limited enough, then it holds value to a certain degree if the game is good. Yeah. So I kind of like almost have a standing order for any alley. Well, they'll, they'll call me and, and give me dibs on it because I've got a lot of sterns. And so when they call me the next day, I said, yep, I'll take it. So nice. there we go. Um, okay, sorry. The, que- the question you asked, when am I going to get it? Fucking like mid November, <laughs> like well, by then. Oh my god, the anticipation! Oh yeah, and I was I was kind of like so upset when I put my money down. I'm just like ah, and he's like, okay, thank you. Your card's been charged, and you should get it like mid November. And I'm like ah, I'm so bored right now. <laughs> I would love the game right now. I can't have mm-hmm. it. And I have a Rick and Morty that I realized like I keep on forgetting that I ordered in December last year. And that Whoa, would be when does that come? Uh, like I don't know. I think it's like it's on a maybe like starting to be on a boat now, and who knows how long it's going to take? Like maybe two months from now, I'm going to get them both at the same time, and it's going to be summer, and I'm going to be out of like all this lockdown. I'm going to be like going out and hiking and camping and, and just like doing <laughs> things like not playing pinball. Whereas right now, if I had a new yeah. pinball machine, it would be getting a workout. Right, it's such unfortunate timing. But did Rick and Morty sell out? It did, didn't it? Yeah, it sold out in like. I don't know, seven hours or something. I remember staying up late with a couple of, um, a couple of, well, just one dude, Daniel. Hey, Daniel. 
and uh, we were like the the website just crashed because everyone was trying yeah. to buy it at the same time, and uh, I just kept on smashing F five until it, it loaded up, and it, it was nice. so, it was like three in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, is it the case then? Because I was just speaking to someone earlier today who is in New York, and they're about to get their Rick and Morty. Um, so was that like a pre-order thing or were they, have they already been made at that time? Cause that seems like a long delay for someone who's in America. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about the way everyone manufactures pinball machines. Cause this podcast is about teaching you, uh, how pinball yeah, works in the pinball industry. So Stern mm-hmm. is the only company at the moment. Okay. And this might change eventually. Everyone wants it to change, but it just doesn't seem to happen. Stern's the company that announces a pinball machine, um, a couple of days later, they'll stream it with Jack Danger, and then it's in production. Like they've 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 mm-hmm. got it down pat. They're a manufacturing company. Um, people in America will start to receive their pros straight away, uh, and then they'll chuck some on a ship. It takes like a month and a bit to get down here with some limited editions, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Stern do shit yeah. really fast, and they can produce. And this information might be a little bit outdated. Um, but I think around 50 or 60 pinball machines a day um, at, okay. at full capacity. It might be a lot more than that. That's I think that's what, that's what they've been quoted previously in, uh, saying that in magazines and interviews. Spooky. Mm-hmm. Spooky have a factory in Benton, Wisconsin, which apparently mm-hmm. has a population of 900 people. And Wow. Yeah, so they got like half the town working for them. <laughs> um, and they produce pinball machines very slowly. And it's kind of like on purpose. And Charlie, I mean, I remember when I interviewed Charlie like two years ago, I was like, don't you want to grow and don't you want to produce things faster and this, this and that. And he wants very slow growth. And maybe that'll change in the future. I haven't listened to um, many interviews with him recently. But um, I think the reason is, they're very comfortable with the way they work. Like, so they can produce, um, like 10 pinball machines a week or, you know, whatever it is. Um, so if they're at full capacity, they can produce 500 pinball machines a year. What that means though, is when they announced Rick and Morty, um, and they limited, limited it to 750 units, that's basically like a year and a half worth of production. And if you order the last one, then you have to wait a year and a half for your machine. Um, yeah, and they basically just built them in order because we're in Australia it's a bit of a weird thing uh, it was different for Total Nuclear Annihilation and Alice Cooper but basically they just like pick somewhere in the middle roughly or somewhere like in the in the. I'm not sure how they do it exactly but I think at the moment mm-hmm. it's, it's somewhere in the middle where they're up to now they group all the Aussie orders together and they ship them out in one big container Right. Okay. Wow. So it could be a really long wait then. That's like a year and a half is a long time to wait when you put that much money down too. It is. And it's, um, it's referred to, I think in the industry as well, there's different variations of it, but like the new shiny thing factor, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was the new shiny thing. And by the time it gets to Australia, um, you got one week. It's the old thing. Yeah. It's the old (laughs) thing because now Avengers is here. Um, yeah, and it, it really depends because, as I said, Stone's the only one who can announce and ship something out. Uh, Jersey Jack, ugh, I mean, they've produced what five pinball machines, I think. It's ranged from like two years after announcing to uh, a couple of months. I believe when they announce Guns N' Roses, 
you know, the rumour is it'll just kind of start shipping out. Deep Root haven't produced or shown anything yet, but they have... I was just about to ask you about Deep Root, because they, I think it's the 21st that they're due to um, to make an announcement. Yeah, they, they've... Um, I don't have time to get into the whole history of Deep Root, um, and I'm probably not the best person to speak about it either, but they talk a lot of smack <laughs> about other okay. companies, about their quality, about how they produce people machines, the costs, the features. Um, basically, everything sucks. They're not going to suck, but they haven't... It was, it was it's apparently been like three years of that. So at the start, so everyone... They haven't made one yet, have they? No. Um Okay. And there's, there's a bunch of excuses about, not excuses, but like, oh, we're meant to do it here, but we wanted to like show bigger and better things and innovation and, uh, what do they call it? Quad process, quads, quad assembly. There's all these new terms. Um, the guy was saying that you can grab a hammer and smash the play field and like nothing's going to happen to it. Um, mm-hmm. if someone, I'm sure there's a post somewhere of the kind of, I don't want to use the word ridiculous. Um, but the the things that Robert Mueller, the guy who owns the company, has said that have kind of like perked ears up, um, and I can't remember them all. I, I don't want to misquote him, but um, we yeah. clo- we're close now to seeing what they can produce. But um, my yeah. point my point is, yeah, Stern is the only company who who is a manufacturing company through and through, and they announce things, they ship it, and you get it. That's pretty impressive. I mean, I guess they've been doing it for a very long time, so they have a pretty tight ship. Um, That makes me think of something that I wanted to ask you about, actually, which is, so imagining being on an assembly line, right? (laughs) We need to talk about pinball injuries. Because, (laughs) so, I've got a really big scar. Injuries, correct. Um, I've got quite a big scar, which you have seen, which I'm not going to detail, but people sometimes would ask me about that in the past and I would be like, as a joke, I'd be like, oh, it was from a pinball accident and 50-50 on whether or not people would actually buy that. Um, But nowadays I'm like, well, that's actually not so unbelievable, I think, because I have a myriad pinball injuries now. Like I've got a cut on the palm of my left hand, which just won't heal because it's on my palm from like slapping the lock bar on the left side of the machine. It's like a a sharp point or something. And like (laughs) sore wrists from like nudging this, you know, 115 kilo machine. Like I'm not that big. I've got a bruised hip from trying to hip check the damn thing. Um, And then, but more than anything, when I actually opened up the machine the other day, you were trying to coach me through um, fixing something on the upper play field of shadow there are so many sharp and pointy parts inside there. Like my fingers got super cut up. So I want to know what's the worst pinball injury that you've ever had. Am I just clumsy or is this a regular thing? No, it's definitely a regular thing. Um, I, I, I remember talking to this with Marty cause I remember something bad happened, but I, it, it wasn't scarring enough to me to actually remember what it was. But, um, the number one thing that I can't stop doing is I've got a little pinball lifter, like a little dolly trolley kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. The little foot presser thing that you, you jack up the hydraulics to lift up the pinball machine, it is like yeah. super sharp and just ready to bang into your knees. And because it <laughs> sticks out of the rectangle that lifts the pinball machine up, my brain doesn't compute. Like I feel like I don't look down. I'm like, oh, I can see this in the corner of my eye. I'm going to walk around it. And I bang into it. And if you look, it's the same level, right? If you look at my shins, mm-hmm. I, I actually have like tiny little scars all in the same, 
like area all around like <laughs> both both shins. I'll, I'll send you a picture. Um, it's pretty Do fucked it. up actually. Um, you know what would help? Maybe if you had pointy knees, you wouldn't have this problem. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just wear shin guards around it. Um, but actually, I got a yeah. message from someone who was renting a pinball machine off me. It was a friend, and. Um, something happened like a light went off and I'm just like oh it's probably just like a notebook connect or something <laughs> I don't think he'd ever lift up a pinball machine before and he wrote me a message back and he said he nearly sliced off his nipple because he Whoa. <laughs> he it must have been a hot t- I don't know why, why he had his shirt off but his shirt was off playing this pinball <laughs> machine and he lifted the pinball machine up and um I don't know there was a stray bit of metal kind of like sticking out they yeah there's a lot of sharp bits in in pinball you gotta be careful you gotta be careful. Wow. Okay. That this is actually kind of a messed up topic, but since we've had um maybe Dr. John can weigh in on this, we've had a few forays into the medical realm on this show. Um, I saw something very random today, which is that apparently it's a thing when um people run like marathons or really extended running events, you can get joggers nipple, which is when <laughs> it's, it happens mainly to men. <laughs> When, like, your race shirt rubs on your nipples and you bleed from your nipples. Ah, no one wants to hear that. You can cut this out if you like. I just want you to know about it. Okay. Um, I used to get it when, do you know those, do you know when pools used to be really fun and they used to have those crazy rubber mats? My my nipples didn't bleed, but I used to get, like, crazy rashes on my nipples from that. (laughs) Do they? I don't really go to kids swimming pools anymore but do they do they still have them the, what mats are you talking about just like massive rubber mats but i remember like people used to like wrap kids around them and like almost drown them i i i'm surely it's not allowed anymore because of oh yeah i don't know um anyway definitely cut out the bleeding nipple segment <laughs> no it's in raymond's raymond's sitting there licking his lips like damn this jess girl is classy you're gonna slide into her dms she is I mean, I am sitting here drinking a tinny. In case you haven't noticed, I'm like a little bit more happy than usual. So. You gotta, you gotta remember that people in the US don't know what. Well, I mean, they don't know what WA is. I forgot to correct you that WA isn't Washington; it's Western Australia, right? Um, oh, yeah, true. And a tinny, what is that? A tinny is a tinned alcoholic beverage, usually <laughs> in reference to a beer, but in my case, it is in reference to uh, whiskey and dry. <laughs> you are a new girl. That's the sound of a tea. <laughs> hey Jess, we girl. said we're gonna um, yeah. change around the shitty pinball theme section because basically you were detailing a pinball machine that you put a lot of effort into, and then you would just chuck another one in and you're like tell us which one you want. Like obviously the one you just spent twenty minutes talking about. So okay. my idea is that I would. I would throw one out there, and then you would throw one out there, and then maybe mm-hmm. sometimes during the week you can just I don't know post up on your with your millions of. You can run a poll. Yeah, apparently you can't do polls anymore on Facebook. Like something happened, you know, Mr. Zuckerberg just fucking cracked it. He deleted the code. He's like, no more polls. Um, rude. So okay, rude. well we'll just get people to comment on their preferences. Sure. Okay, so we're gonna do a head-to-head um, shit theme, are we? Can we change it? Can it be like <laughs> good theme shit pinball machine or shit? Like, can it be either one? Can it be like a really good theme, but like, uh, I don't know. I feel like this is a good theme. Oh. 
shit thing. Okay. I haven't messed with the formula. It's going to be shitty themes, which might actually be good. Okay. All right. You okay. can go, you can go you first. Are you ready to leave? You want me to go first? Okay. Well, going off the back of Who Dares Wins, which we've previously mentioned, <laughs> I would like to see Gladiators, the pinball machine. So I don't know if Gladiators was ever done in America. Um, it was. But... It was international. They had like they had crossover events. It was worldwide. I was so into Gladiators. I'm going to find it so hard to bag this, this thing, but go for it. Yeah, Gladiators would be epic, right? Um, so... There's just so many cool, like there was Vulcan, there was Tower, there was Blade. They were all super hot looking you, people. Can in you a- describe, just in case someone doesn't know what Gladiators was, do you want to give them a quick summary? Yeah. So Gladiators is basically, it was like semi, it's kind of like a ninja warrior, um, but rather than just being pitted against yourself on an obstacle course, <laughs> you had to come up against these Gladiators who are these beautiful people dressed in aerobics outfits. Like they were wearing, imagine like a Borat mankini or kind of like bib shorts that professional cyclists wear under their jerseys, right? Mm. So imagine these hot giant people in bib shorts, probably neon blue and pink because it was, you know, very 80s, 90s. Um, and you had to kind of fight your way through them to get to the top of the obstacle course. So And they're, they're mean. They smack talk you so bad. They were so mean. Yeah, they would talk epic shit. This is like Alien the Pinball Machine times seven. <laughs> <laughs> so I think Gladiators would be really fun. And actually I was having a very good chat with our friend Dr. John recently because Dr. John was involved in the selections for Gladiator competitors a very long time ago. Um, and... The, the workout that he was putting them through to select the people that would make it was grueling. Mm. So I have mad respect for people that went on that show. But more importantly, the fine-ass gladiators that you had to go through. Who is your Who is your favorite? My favorite was Vulcan. I can't remember if we've ever talked about this, but I actually met Vulcan because he was promoting a fight night that I fought on. I think we have talked about we this. We did, yep. Um, yeah, cool. Vulcan was my favorite. He was not, he wasn't very tall, but he was built like a brick shithouse and just had, he had like the coolest dreadlocks. He was awesome. My, Who was your favorite? My favorite was, uh, was Delta. So, um, I think if you want to win this competition, basically just like Google a picture of Delta Australia gladiators and put that as your picture because most of your friends on Facebook are dudes and if you put a a hot picture of Vulcan in like (laughs) skin tight clothes with his like just bowl just sitting there like I don't think guys gonna vote for you so but if you put Blade was pretty hot as well I could put Blade on Blade or Delta oh yeah I can't remember if it was Blade or Delta either one either one will do okay cool well okay wait you've just okay you've just described like something that you'd like but you haven't at all attributed to a pinball machine you need me to explain why it would be good. What, like, what are the modes? Like, what do you what do you do? Ah, well, I guess I guess each mode is. Well, I don't want to, I don't want to give you any hints because I'm going up against you. So each, each mode is obviously going to be one of the things that you do on the show. So there'd be like the gauntlet and the pyramid. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Easy. H- hit the. Sh- I'm explaining the obvious. Okay. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. I'm re- I'm so confident that this is going to be the winning theme that I don't even need to say anything else. Okay. <laughs> You ready to go? Your turn. Okay. Yeah, go on. Groundhog Day. Ugh. Ugh. That's shit. Okay. The modes are the amazing characters that you meet every day. 
Ned Ryanson, right? You have to shoot the shots to avoid buying insurance off him. Nancy, <laughs> yeah. Nancy, the random chick in the diner, you have to shoot shots to learn a bit more about her so you can have sex once off. Okay. The suicide missions, kill yourself in hilarious ways. Oh my god. Right? <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, the Rita Hansen mode, you got to fall in love, you got to make her fall in love, so, you, you know, it'd be really nice. Uh, you know, all the snow fights and stuff. The twist, yep. Jess, is that no matter how well you do, every time you start a new game, you start from the start. Lol, you get it? Just like a, a pinball machine, like the theme integration uh-huh. writes itself. Like, you just keep on doing the same thing over and over again, regardless of how well you do. Like, no, no other <laughs> pinball machine has been based off a time loop. And that's what pinball machines are. They're just one big fucking time loop. Um, there's going to be a cute... You know that it both stop being funny when you explain it, right? But we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's really funny? When I was, like, Googling, like, what's that little groundhog Groundhog Day animal called? And it's called a groundhog. <laughs> I'm so bad. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is it a squirrel? Is it a gopher? <laughs> So what right. is the animal called in Groundhog Day? I, I, oh, you really seriously? If Google. yeah, if if you look at my Google history, I will take I will take a screenshot of it. That's what I wrote. What is the animal called in Groundhog okay. Day? Let's let's play a game. Read to me the last three things that you googled. Ah, uh, this is gonna be bad. All right, uh, <laughs> Gladiator Australia. <laughs> yep. Uh, oh, it's embarrassing. Javier Bardem sexy. <laughs> Did you watch Vicky Christina Barcelona today? <laughs> no, I was just looking for a sexy picture of Javier Bardem. Mm-hmm. Um, and Groundhog Day animal. Oh, God. How about, nice. how about you, Jess? <laughs> Not too bad. Um, okay, hang on. <laughs> Mine's probably going to be unhinged. Um... Noodle House by Lao Luang Prabang, because I wanted to know if there were Laotian noodles here in Melbourne. Um, <laughs> Kewpie Roasted Sesame Dressing. I'm seeing a bit of a theme here. This is boring. Mine was and way more interesting than this. Does Rambo Pinball exist? <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because I know why you Googled that. Can you, can you please explain to the to the fine listeners out there why you Googled that, Jess? <laughs> Why did I Google that? Why did you Google um, that, Jess? Okay. Well, this is coming back into <laughs> an ongoing theme, which is Jess's dating life. Um, so I was talking to someone today on an app who was like, oh, wow, you play pinball. That's so cool. Um, I once played a Rambo pinball machine in some billiard hall out in a random suburb somewhere. And I was like, I'm pretty sure that's not a thing. And he was super adamant that it was, so I had to prove him wrong. <laughs> did you did you think it wasn't it wasn't a thing before you googled it, or did you? I was like, I'm pretty sure because we've talked about um, we've had conversations around you know like boxing themed and combat sports themed pinball machines. I know Rambo's not quite the same, but I feel like I would know. I'm a bit of a Stallone fan, you know. It's it's weird. Anyway, I think, I think there might actually. I'm just going to Google this. I think there might only actually be one Stallone pinball machine, which for a massive action hero of the '90s is pretty. Wait, no, there's two because he's in Demo Man and Rocky. Ah, uh, okay, okay. So it's Demo Man, Rocky, and ah, uh, okay. So there's Judge 
dread, but that is based off the comic and not the movie, even though it came around the same time. Yeah. Uh, Arnie, Arnie was in Terminator 2, 3, Last Action Hero, and Predator, which wasn't officially licensed, and then they, yeah. Um, so Arnie's on more. Anyway. Okay. Um, that was kind of a boring story anyway. It's definitely the least salacious of my dating stories recently. So I'm just going to back it up with something a little more interesting, which was that my other recent Google search was Raymond Davidson pinball. <laughs> was that was that while I was talking about Raymond? Yeah, I needed to know what he looked like. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Uh, Raymond's going to be listening as if you're like, what? what? You guys need to shut the fuck up about me. <laughs> learned my lesson after talking about Jack Danger on the show, like how embarrassed I was when I got that message. But hey, I've had a tinny. We're having a party. This is the cool <laughs> thing is that like I can, we can do this. I, I think we can. Hopefully this doesn't blow back. We can't do the reverse of this. You can't read out girls that I can. <laughs> this is not a thing. Um, anyway, back to Groundhog Day really quickly. Because um, I wrote, I, I thought about this a bit more than you. Um, there's going to be a little cute, Groundhog Day, uh, Groundhog Animal toy that you can bash in the face because nothing cooler than bashing, uh, you know, a little animal in the face. And uh, call wow. out, of course, by Bill Murray himself. I'm sure he'll be super cheap. He's not that famous anymore. Um, that's it. Checkmate. Ned Ryson. Okay. Ned Ryson. The Ned Ryson mode is is the one. It, it, uh, that, it's that, a pretty that's be the coolest argument, mode. I've got to say. That that definitely made me laugh. Like I was sitting here with such a stony face, thinking, "Ryan, this is such a shit theme." And then when you said that, I was like, oh, "I've got to laugh. That's pretty good." <laughs> so look, we've, we're going to have to put it out to a vote. Email us, or I'll no, put something don't on Facebook. email. No one's going to email. Um, Why not? Put just put it on Facebook. Put two pictures side by side. Put Ned Ned Ryanson's face. Uh, am I right? Am I right? Right, 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 right. And put um, <laughs> Delta in, like, Lycra or whatever she's wearing. And, yeah, just let people battle it out. All right, cool. I'll do that then. And uh, So if I win, what what prize do I get? One internet point. Fucking nothing. Wow. I will, I will, I will withdraw my comment about you having pointy knees. <laughs> All right, fine. And if you win... Um, I will pretend that you don't text me from the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All I'll right. put it out to the boat. Nice. Well, that's that's all I've got for you this week, Ryan. I've um haven't consumed a lot of pinball media this time around. I've been too busy binging Cobra Kai. Is there anything else you wanted to chat about this week? Man, you missed your opportunity to talk about the Cobra Kai pinball machine. Oh, that wouldn't be a shit theme. That'd be a great theme. It doesn't fit in this segment. <laughs> is Groundhog Day really a shit theme? I don't know. Yeah, yes. it is. It is. Then yeah, it's basically a shit theme. <laughs> <laughs> time, time. I can't wait to see what the outcome of this will be. I, okay, I dare, I dare you to, to try and win by posting. I'm going to win with Vulcan. Yeah, post Vulcan. Yeah, yeah I'm confident. He's a cool dude. He's very cool. Yeah. All right. I'm looking forward to this. It's going to be fun. All right. Until, Great. Until next time, we can talk about talk about Deep Root and why they chose that name. Bye forever. Bye forever. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I'm not allowed to meet anybody at the moment. So, you know, there's not a lot of um, deep rooting going on right now. But, okay. hey.
we can only hope. Maybe on the 21st of September, you know? Okay. Cool. <laughs> I'm cutting that out. That's fucked. You're such a bastard. You're gonna, you say that you're going to cut it out and then you're going to stick it on the end of the show. And don't you dare. If you, if you put that in, I will scorched earth you forever. Ryan. I won't. Don't, don't worry. Oh, my God. Yep. Tread carefully. Okay. Until next time.